Today's scripture reading is from the book of Isaiah. I will be reading chapter 41, verses 8 through 10. Hear these words of scripture. But you, Israel, my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, you descendants of Abraham, my friend, I took you from the ends of the earth. From its farthest corners I called you. I said, you are my servant. I have chosen you and have not rejected you. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. Thank you, Kathy, and uh, good morning. It's uh, great to be here. Uh, the last time I preached in this uh, sanctuary, no one was sitting in the pews. It was really weird, and uh, it's so good to have faces now. And of course, that was back during COVID, but uh, it's a joy to be here, and I just want to underscore how fortunate you are to have a pastor of the caliber as uh, Heidi Welch, and so I just encourage that, and I know by experience. Let's pray. Merciful God, we are so grateful and thankful to be in your presence here this morning, and as we uh, take a few moments to look at your word, may you bring us encouragement and strength, confidence, and hope, and we pray this now in Jesus' name. Amen. When was the last time that you used the word dismay in a conversation? It's not a word that we frequently use, um, like anxiety or stress or worry. We see the word used alongside the word fear as when uh, <coughs> Excuse me. As when uh, God calls Joshua, I hereby command you, be strong and courageous, do not be frightened or dismayed. And today in Isaiah, we see these words from the Lord given to the people of Israel. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed. For I am your God, I will strengthen you and help you, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. I discovered an interesting source on the internet called Wikidiff. Anybody familiar with that? Wikidiff. And, what it, and it, essentially what that means is, what is the difference between, and then you insert a word, and then another word. And so I put, what is the difference between fear and dismay. Fear, it says, is a strong, uncontrollable, unpleasant emotion caused by actual or perceived danger or threat. The word dismay is a sudden or complete loss of courage and firmness in the face of trouble or danger. 
Early on a Sunday morning in May, I had just left Dublin, Ohio, and I had performed a wedding uh, just outside of Dublin in Powell, Ohio, uh, on, on the night before. And so I left early from the hotel room and was heading north on I-71, planning to be home in time for church. While cruising in the center lane, suddenly the car in front of me swerved to the left. And there before me was a rather large piece of timber, a four by four, stretched across the lane. Now what do you do? And it's just, you know, nanoseconds. I swerved to the left. My front right tire, though, struck that debris. My dashboard lighted up. Something was dreadfully wrong. I made my way over to the right-hand berm as traffic zipped past. To my utter dismay, the tire was flat. I retrieved the air inflator tire repair pump, you know, that's in the trunk, designed, they say, for such occasions. But to my utter dismay, it proved to be useless. There I sat, not sure where I was, and no spare. Never thinking I would ever use it, I called the auto club to exercise my membership privileges. The consultant asked me, where are you? Good question. But my geographical awareness on that morning was really not tuned in. It wasn't too sharp. As far as I could tell, I was in the middle of nowhere. An approximate location was finally determined and a tow truck was dispatched. And then to my utter dismay, I was informed that my auto club coverage included only three miles of towing. Now, I asked myself, why only three miles? I mean, I could walk that distance, might even push the car that distance. Who needs coverage for three miles? Well, so it, to my utter dismay, I climbed into the tow truck and headed for the Ford dealership in Delaware. And during my 30 miles ride, I was treated to another presentation on the economics of the upgrade. I said goodbye to the tow truck driver and waited for my wife, Christine, to come and she arrived within the hour, and, and we soon were on our way home. As we started out, though, she commented about the right front tire on her van making an awful noise. I mentally dismissed her observation for what else could go wrong that morning. To my utter dismay, we made a wrong turn and quickly found ourselves cruising along a two-lane highway through farmland. Not a house in sight. And then to my utter dismay, the tire gave out. And once again, I was stuck on the side of the road. It was deja vu. I retrieved the tire inflator pump, 
But to my utter dismay, it didn't do a thing. How is this possible, I thought to myself. How many flat tires can one have? Chris called the auto club, and she and the consultant determined, tried to determine the location, which took some doing. A tow truck, though, arrived on the scene, and we were soon off to Mount Vernon, and were given, and I must say, when Chris got on the phone with the consultant, she was advised about the upgrade. <laughs> so when we got in the tow, tuck, uh, tow truck and made our trip over to Mount Vernon, we were once again re-educated in the benefits of the upgrade. Now, the depth of my dismay broke records that day as I pondered the reality of towing bills in excess of $300 and kicking myself for not getting the upgrade. It's hard to fight off dismay when Murphy Law strikes or when you get flat tires on two different vehicles on the same morning. But stuff happens. Dismay is, is not to be taken lightly. Dismay can be like a fog that kind of rolls in when something unexpected and unwelcome happens. Enough of it and our courage and our resolution can be eaten away. It's no friend to confidence nor persistence. It agitates, it brings on a nervous dread. It has a way of growing undetected as disappointment rose, rolls into disillusionment. And left unchecked, it silently kills dreams. And I will tell you this, it undermines belief. My guess, dismay, is quite prevalent in our society today. Particularly, particularly in our church. There are a lot of reasons for dismay. High gas prices, the stock market, the cost of groceries, the war in Ukraine. We see division in our country and in our church and violence in some of our most sacred places. It's hard to look into the future without feeling troubled, fearful, and in utter dismay. What is the world coming to? Now, the following comes from a leadership formation, which observes that perhaps dismay adversely affects leaders more than anything else. I never really thought about that before. And as I look back in my ministry, I, I, I never thought about dismay. And uh, I was all about stress and anxiety. I was uh, considered kind of an expert when it came to worry and anxiety. But consider these synonyms to realize how greatly we might struggle. Unnerved, the loss of confidence that impacts leaders when we feel overwhelmed by a situation we cannot overcome. Perplexed the uncertainty we face in a situation we cannot understand or resolve, but we still must lead the way forward. Disheartened, 
the struggle that comes when we face a circumstance in which we need courage, but only find discouragement and the desire to escape, disappointed. The way we feel about ourselves when we lose a sense of confidence and security and our leadership is questioned. Despair, the absence of hope that removes expectation and robs us of motivation. As I said, I'm kind of an Olympian when it comes to worry and um, anxiousness and discouragement. In my mind, discouragement and worry were potentially just a Sunday morning away. You have a great Sunday, then next Sunday, it seems like it's down the tubes. Self-confidence could collide with one or two off-the-cuff criticisms and their self-doubt. You're second-guessing uh, second yourself. Looking back, I suppose I was in utter dismay when during my first two years in Medina, some people didn't like me. I didn't even really know who they were. They were invisible to me, but they were out there, so I was told. As asked Pastor Heidi, though, what is there not to like about me? I, uh, I'm just kidding. No. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you and I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. The word dismayed in this verse comes from a Hebrew word meaning to look or gaze. So it is saying don't anxiously look about or gaze about anxiously. Dismay distorts our perception when uncomfortable negative developments are in our lane and our capacity to successfully deal with them is questioned. But God says, do not be dismayed. And he gives three reasons why we need not be. He declares, do not be dismayed, for I am your God. Someone put it in these words, it was as if God said to his people, remember me, the God of all power and glory. I'm that one, I am your God. Is God on our minds and is his love for us when, unex and when unexpected trouble puts us on the side of the road? One source stated that dismay can be connected to the proneness to look for material outcomes rather than spiritual and internal possibilities. We tend to measure things with material temporal rulers and calculate solutions in human terms, so much so that we can overlook or even underestimate the abilities of an unseen holy God. This factored into the Israelites' state of mind. Their foes and their minds were too much, too big for them. And in a world of useless idols, Isaiah asked, what image can you find to resemble him? There are many idols within our 21st century world. What are these earthly material things in comparison to the almighty, powerful God? J.B. Phillips wrote in 
his little book, Your God is Too Small, that when people forget the greatness of God, they easily become dismayed. And he explains that with this. He says, their ideas of God have remained largely static. We may have become more educated, more perceptive in our world. Our horizons have broadened, but not when it's come to God. That was written in the last century, and it's still appropriate for today. And if you are finding yourself this morning in utter despair over something that has happened to you, or the state of affairs of the nation, or the world, or the church, ask yourself, how big is my God? In Isaiah 40, we find this memorable description of God. The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint and strengthens the powerless. Even youth will faint and be weary, and the young will fall exhausted. But those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. Don't be dismayed. I am your God. And through his son, Jesus Christ, he wants to be your God and my God, our God. If you do not have that relationship with God, who has absolute sovereignty over history and is master of the universe, ask Jesus to come into your heart this morning. Do not be dismayed. I am your God. And then God declares, do not be dismayed. I will strengthen you and help you. In the history of Major League Baseball, there have been a few instances of teams employing a player coach, notably Pete Rose. It's a dubious role in today's uh, game, but in theory, what a way to come alongside your players. Think of football. You have the ball, you're running toward the goal line, and there in front of you is the coach clearing the way for you. You see, God not only supplies the strength, but he's there to help too. When Chris and I were, were stuck on the highway, no less than three cars stopped. We're in the middle of nowhere, three cars stopped. One was there before I got out of the car. And one stayed until the tow truck came. They made calls to see if places were open on a Sunday, which were few and far between. Two of them tried to get that doggone tire inflator to work. We all need help. Now, sometimes people think that their problem isn't serious enough or God has his hands full with other people's problems. We act as if God is somehow finite and limited, but that's an inaccurate picture of God. Do you need to ask God for help this morning? 
Sometimes we only ask God for help when the problem is so huge and so big. It's like life and death. And sometimes when we step into that, it's easy to get discouraged. And it's easy to give up on God. Try starting with something less. What do you need help with this morning? Ask God. Ask God. God declares, do not be dismayed. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. Um, the question recently came up regarding my six-year-old grandson, Daniel, and uh, uh, whether or not he should have been left-handed, but now he's right-handed. Maybe you've had those kind of discussions. In scripture, the right hand has always been prominent. In the Bible, the image of God's right hand is often described as a picture of the pinnacle of strength and ability. We read that in the Song of Moses, it is your right hand, O Lord, glorious power, your right hand, O Lord, shattered the enemy. And of course, Jesus, what, sits at the right hand of God. And God says to you this morning, I will uphold you with my righteous hand. Imagine yourself being held in the right hand of God. And whatever has brought you dismay, it will not shake you, it will not break you, it will not defeat you. God is your God, and he will not let that happen. Be not dismayed. Father, we all have needs. We all need help. Father, we're tired of living in a life where dismay is just everywhere. We're beyond the anxiousness. We're beyond the worry. We're just there in a sea of dismay. Our motivation is gone. Our resolution is Evaporated. Our confidence is on empty. Help us, God, to rise above and to realize that you are our God, and that you will strengthen us, you will help us, and you will uphold us with your righteous right hand. Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And I believe the guys are going to sing.
saw the light. I saw the light. I saw the light. No more darkness, no more night. Now I'm so happy, no sorrow in sight. Praise the Lord, I saw the light. Just like a blind man, I wandered along. Worries and fears I claimed for my own. Then like a blind man, the king began to sight. Praise the Lord, I saw the light. I saw the light, I saw the light. No more darkness, no more night. Now I'm so happy, no sorrow in sight. Praise the Lord, I saw the light. Praise the Lord, I saw do have uh, some prayer concerns here and uh, I'll share those with you and if at home online um, if you just send your um, prayer concerns through Facebook uh, they will put in a prayer email this coming week but we do have uh, one from this service concern for Patrick and his health Rita for her health and then from the early service, this one's from Shelley, prayers for family of Ruth Carlson in hospice. And then prayers for Allie, whose leukemia has returned. So prayers for her and her family. And then from Tim and Leslie come this, uh, these concerns. Prayers for Leslie's sister, Dawn, and also for their friend, Henry. Um, both are having some serious health issues. Let's just pause for a moment of silence. Uh, it's always kind of good to kind of deaccelerate and just enjoy God's presence. Father, sometimes we're so humbled by the fact that you, the God of the universe, sent your son to die for us on a cross in order that we might have forgiveness of sin, that we might have redemption, and that we might have resurrection a brand new life. Father, help us to live with that reality. Forgive us for our times of doubt. Forgive us of our times of unbelief. But may we truly know that you are our God, that you stand with us. 
Father, we do pray for Patrick and his health and Rita and for her health. We ask that your mighty hand be upon them and bring healing and wholeness to them. We pray for, for the family of Ruth Carlson, who's in hospice, and may they know your strength and the promise of eternity. We pray for Allie as she deals with her leukemia that has returned. Hold back, oh God, any fear and bring her your peace. And we pray also, oh God, for Dawn as she's dealing with health issues as well as um, Henry. We pray that your wholeness and power would be a part of their lives as well. And Father, we pray for anyone here, anyone who's at home right now, who needs your healing touch. We ask, oh God, that you would put your hand on that person and bring wholeness and strength and victory. Oh God, we thank you so much for all of your great and glorious blessings. Father, this world is challenging in every which way. We pray, O oh Father, for our church, as it too faces all sorts of challenges. Help us, O oh Father, to rise above, knowing that you are our strength, that you are our God, and that you would, uh, will uphold us with your righteous right hand. And that no matter what might come, we will be all right. And we pray all of this now in Jesus' name. And we pray together the prayer that he taught. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. As we prepare to leave here, our hope is that you will take God with you into the world, living into our mission to create safe spaces to grow with God and one another, not just in this place, but in your daily lives. We offer some opportunities this week, and if you look on the back of your bulletin, there are plenty of ways you can plug in, listed right there so you visually can see a list. You can also go to bumclinks.com for more opportunities but I'd like to highlight a few. So we have a blood drive next Sunday. Blood donations are criti critically low this summer. Donations at the, our Vitalint Bloodmobile will be here in the parking lot next Sunday, July 31st. We pray you could give the gift of life. You can sign up online at bumclinks.com or by calling the office and we can get you signed up. 
We also have a newsletter production party Thursday at 10 a.m. If you've done this before, it's fun. It's just, we are trying to prepare mailings to over 360 homes that we send out. And we gather around the tables there in the parlor and just have a grand time putting these flyers together. So we welcome you to come and attend that if you have that time available. We have Habitat for Humanity on August 25th. Uh, August 25th, this is, um, we want to help make an affordable home ownership possible for a working family. Sign up for our Habitat, Habitat for Humanity Faith Build Workday is uh, online. All abilities are needed. You do need to be 16 or older, and the last day to register is August 9th. Currently, we have myself, my husband Matt, and Jenny, Miss Jenny, are signed up. We really are looking for three more people. So if you uh, have that in your heart and you'd like to join us, uh, please either talk to one of us, we can help you out with that, or call the office or look at bumclinks.com. Finally, we have our coffee hour. Uh, we are doing our coffee hour between services. So if you're a regular attender here in the second service, we invite you to come a little bit early and join the first service people, maybe meet someone you haven't met yet, or uh, just come on in for some treats. And instead of coffee, because it is summer, we're serving lemonade. Uh, we're also looking for families to help with that. So if you have it in your heart to want to bake and, and set up a lemonade uh, gathering place, uh, there's a sign-up outside on uh, one of our sheets. So please, uh, you're welcome to sign up for that. So we thank you and hope you can uh, plug in in one of these ways. And now may he who is the King of kings and the Lord of lords hold you and keep you now and forevermore. In the name of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and all God's people said, Amen. Let's walk together for a while and ask where we begin to build a world where love can grow and hope can enter in to be the hands of healing and to plant the seeds.
Have a good week.